We have nothing to hide. First tonight on our news, live at 7. The tourism minister defends the country's premier tourism product, saying he's not concerned about international press and the potential coverage on crime. But first, residents react as the fear of crime is up while the murder count climbs. Also, pass without opposition support. The Bail Amendment Act leaves the House now on the way to the Senate for debate. Then in our news at 7.30, he was my ride or die. The sister of that officer struck while conducting a traffic stop on Tonic Williams Darling Highway last week, speaking out days after he was taken off life support. Our news live at 7 starts right now. This is our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Kendino Knowles. Tourism Minister Chester Cooper is tonight reassuring the world about the country's premier tourism product amid international scrutiny following that murder on Hospital Lane captured by U.S. network CBS. Marlena Leonard is following this for us tonight. But before we get to that, fear of crime, residents say, remains a concern, especially given the recent surge in homicide. Bertany McDermott gets us started with reaction. As the war on crime rages, residents again expressing a mix of fear and concern over the vexing issue. Crime is excavating and it isn't really good in the community right now, at this time. Very concerned. I have two young kids, so it's, it's, it's bad. The country recorded four homicides in the last four days. The latest saw a man walking on Cambridge and Hospital Lane ambushed by a gunman and killed right next to a church and opposite a community park. The crime issue even drawing international press to the Bahamas after Canada and the United States issued warning to its residents traveling here. It's so different from when we was growing up in, in Nassau, especially, you know, morals just change so drastically. People don't value life like, you know, they used to. But what can we do to fix the ongoing problem? The Prime Minister, law enforcement officers and even religious leaders have all called for an all-hands-on-deck approach to fighting crime. We even saw the Prime Minister releasing a comprehensive plan to combat crime and curb gang violence. Then there were the amendments to the Bail Act, with the official opposition opposing. First of all, you need to stop letting people out on bail, because if you notice, most of the people that are getting out on bail are the ones that are getting killed. Stop letting them out, bring back the death penalty, and can we please let the police be a little bit more aware of what's going on, too, because I feel like they're not doing their job. You have to start from the heads of government, then a trickle down to the churches, then the community leaders, because if all don't come together, ain't nothing can never happen. Now, while they say more can be done to fix the crime issue here in the Bahamas, one resident doesn't think so. She believes the matter is too far gone. It, everything they already put in place, nothing worked, so it's not really much that can be done. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. All right, thanks for that, Berthony. Meanwhile, the Bail Amendment Act 2024 officially passed in the House of Assembly this morning, but without the voting support of the opposition free national movement. Opposition leader Michael Pintard making it clear that all four members present would be abstaining from voting on government's amendments. East Grand Bahama MP Kwesi Thompson presented several proposed amendments to various clauses within the act. We would like to move an amendment to Clause 6, uh, which is to delete um, the entire uh, proposed amendment, which would result in the law remaining as is, 
Uh, we believe that uh, if you pass this amendment, it would fetter the discretion of a judge to impose a fine when appropriate. So in those circumstances, we are uh, seeking the, court, seeking the uh, Parliament's amendment to remove Clause 6. And a former wanted suspect is behind bars on raped and armed robbery charges. Prosecutors allege that 26-year-old Shannon Roll raped and robbed a Mexican woman last month. He's accused of robbing the woman of $200 while armed with a knife. He also allegedly raped the woman at the same time. The offenses allegedly took place between January 27th and 28th. He wasn't asked to plead to the charges when he appeared before Magistrate Raquel Wims. He was denied bail. The matter is adjourned to March 22nd for presentation of a voluntary bill of indictment. And while some may be concerned about international press on the scene of yesterday's hospital lane murder, Tourism Minister Chester Cooper, he's saying we've got nothing to hide. Marlena Leonard has more. Yesterday, the broad daylight shooting of Eldon Severe on Hospital Lane marked the 25th murder of this year. Our news was first on the scene, but many were surprised by the presence of an international media outlet, CBS. This morning, Tourism Minister Chester Cooper saying he's not concerned by the presence of international press and their potential coverage. We have nothing to hide. We've been very transparent uh, about the, the issue that we uh, faced. Uh, this has been carried in the international press before. And Cooper tells media that his ministry has made efforts to ensure international media has the proper context of the situation. We have spoken uh, with them. Tourism professionals have spoken directly with them, uh, really to help to uh, educate the international community, if you will, about the nature of the incidences where they are occurring. Uh, on the plan that's being put in place by the police and the Ministry of National Security. The international press has placed a spotlight on the country's crime problem ever since the U.S. Embassy in Nassau issued a security alert last month. When asked if the tourism ministry maintains that crime will not have an impact on tourism... Anything else? <laughs> reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. And an early morning traffic accident in the capital claimed the life of a man believed to be in his late 20s to early 30s. Assistant Superintendent of Police Demetria Caprin said a white Nissan Note was traveling east on Meeting Street around 6.30 this morning when it collided with a dark Chevy Jeep in the westbound lane. Our news captured the moment the victim's body was removed from the white Nissan Note and placed inside a hearse. The fatality also causing a delay in traffic as the area was cornered off while police conducted their initial investigations. ASP Capron telling reporters both drivers and several passengers were injured. The Nissan Note had a driver and three, and sorry, and three passengers. There was a sole driver inside the dark-colored Chevy Jeep. One passenger of the Nissan Note would have sustained serious injuries where he succumbed on the scene. The drivers of both vehicles and the remaining passengers were taken to PMH Fire EMS. Now, what we want to appeal to motorists is to leave home in a timely fashion that you are able to get to where you're going on time. We also want to admonish persons to pay attention to the posted speed limits and stay within those speed limits because the life you save may be your very own. 
Now, ASP Cape Breton could not confirm whether speed was a factor, but in addition to that appeal that she just made, she also shared this. Even where accidents do not prove fatal, we have so many accidents on a daily basis where it's just persons are speeding and I would say not leaving home on a timely fashion, just leave home a little 15 or 30 minutes earlier. That would allow you to get to where you're going safely as possible. All right, and after a night of wild weather that included strong winds, residents woke up to the unusual sight of a cargo ship that washed ashore at a popular beach. We'll get to that in just a bit. Speaking of wild weather, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is standing by in the weather center. And Greg, I know you said you didn't get to see that, that vessel. We'll see it in a bit. But this weather, um, how, is it really that bad that we're now seeing uh, this kind of vessel being washed ashore? Well, uh, the waves that we experienced uh, yesterday, well, the day before us beginning and starting um, then and yesterday and today, Mm -hmm. uh, those waves have been doing some real damage. I saw some um, social media posts and we suffered quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, we had some um, uh, coastal corrosion as well as some coastal flooding. And I did see um, a uh, shot of the glass window bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, it, we'll show terrible. you that cargo yeah. uh, ship in yeah. a bit too. But that, that's winding down. The, the winds are going to fall off, but the seas are going to be slow to uh, subside. So it's still going to be rough out there and we're advising right. you to stay near shores. 71 degrees outside, passing clouds. It is still breezy. The winds are out of the north-northeast now at 18 miles per hour, and they will continue to uh, rotate, becoming more northeasterly tomorrow. Feels like temperature, very comfortable, 68 degrees on the outside. Temperatures around the islands right now at 67 in Freeport, 69 Alistair, Bimini, Marsh, Harbour, Abaco. We pick up 71s in Nickel, San Andres, Great Harbour Key here in the capital. Over in Governor's Harbour, 70. Central Bahamas, 71, Kemp's Bay and Arthurstown, Cat Island. A pair of 73s in Georgetown and Deadman's Key. Coburn Towns in South Florida, 69. And into the Southeast Bahamas, 73s. Duncan Town, Ragged Island, Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, Abrams Bay. Delectable Bay, 72, 73, Matthew Town in Nagua. Now, good neighbors to the Southeast. You guys are having some showers nearby. Your temperature, Providentialis, you are 71. Sideline radar composite showing much improved conditions across the islands, cloud and rainfall wise. We see some um, patchy clouds moving across, not really producing much in terms of any rainfall. Most of the weather is well to the south and east of us. Of course, high pressure is building in behind us. That low is exiting, but the sea, is, as I mentioned, will be slow to subside because a lot of the wave energy continuing to affect the islands. So we're advising boaters to remain near port and beachgoers to stay out of the water. That's a quick check on conditions around the islands. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast of Silica. Thanks, Greg. And still to come in our news, wild weather leaves cargo ships stranded on a popular beach. We'll show you images from today's strange incident straight ahead. But first, thrilled by the unanimous support, BTVI's acting president, Dr. Linda Davis, officially appointed to the top post. Plus, we'll tell you the potential housing crisis on Abaco as over 400 eviction notices issued across shanty towns. The story when our news returns. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. 
As we roll into February, we continue to save at super value and quality supermarkets. Libby Spaghetti and Meatballs, 15 ounce, 159. Distinction Evaporated Milk, 14 ounce, 119. American Heritage Cream Cheese, 8 ounce, 2 for $5. Ground Beef, 1 pound, 3.99. Beef Short Ribs, 4.99 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. With over 25 years in business, nothing says commitment to our people, culture, and service like Rev. And this year is no different. We will continue to elevate your home experience for you to create and share memories for years to come. While keeping you connected to the people and things you love most. Our pledge to provide quality service each year remains true. Rev is made for you. She's been at the helm of the Bahamas Technical and Vocational Institute since 2022, acting as its head. But yesterday, BTVI's board officially announced Dr. Linda Davis as the Institute's president. Sasha Lightborn got the first interview with her. A bit overwhelmed, to be honest, but um, I'm ready to take the mantle and move the um, institution in the direction of which you've already headed. That's Dr. Linda Davis exclusively telling our news how it feels to be appointed as the president of the Bahamas Technical and Vocational Institute. She's also the first woman to hold the post. Yeah, I'm always mindful of the fact that it takes all, both genders to get um, uh, to achieve the successes that we need to achieve in this country, particularly in TVET. Um, and so I am as successful as a woman as my counterparts will um, allow me to be. Dr. Davis also spoke about the next step, an immediate goal, accreditation. We will be um, submitting a full cabinet paper in short order um, for review and approval by cabinet, and that would include the pathway that we have set for ourselves to accreditation, both national and international, as well as a whole rebranding of the institution. Now, Dr. Davis, who was engaged in the accreditation process for the University of the Bahamas, goes in depth about the process for BTVI. We will bring that to you and more in another newscast. Reporting for our news, I'm Sasha Lightborn. All right, thanks for that, Sasha. Member of Parliament for East Grand Bahama, Kwesi Thompson, raising some concerns over bringing schools back to the eastern community in Grand Bahama. Hundreds of homes and infrastructure, including schools, were destroyed following Hurricane Dorian. And in Parliament today, Education Minister Glennis Hannah-Martin said the Education Director is currently working on having teachers assigned to the McLean's Town Primary School. Once those logistics have been settled, which we hope will be in very short order, because we understand the hardship associated with that daily travel for young people, um, that will be addressed. And I, I, I am trusting that, um, I'm hoping that by the next term, we may have to wait until September, but I'm hoping by the next term we can begin getting students in there. Another concern, the hours-long journey students living on Sweeting's Key have to endure to get to mainland Grand Bahama. The Education Minister also giving an update on a school for that key. She says government is also currently evaluating an all-age school factoring in the small population compared to the millions of dollars 
it would cost. She also pointed out there is a global shortage of teachers. So we have to get teachers, they give about seven students, I'm not sure what their number is. It's a small population, but they, they're valued. And so we have to see how we can address the need. On the issue of the East Grand Bahama um, All-Aid School that was mentioned, this is the product of, of um, our dialogue with the Caribbean Development Bank. And that work is well um, underway in terms of the groundwork being set. Funds have been allocated, and that will be the, the culmination in that area. The other thing we have to look at, and something that we're watching in Grand Bahama, is population shifts. And after a night of wild weather that included strong winds, residents woke up to an unusual sight. A cargo ship washed ashore at a popular beach. The vessel, which appeared to have been abandoned for some time, had broken away from its moorings and was left to the heavy tide, tidal waves and forceful winds running aground on Saunders Beach. Our news capturing the aftermath this morning as it's become a local attraction for some onlookers who came to the beach to check it out. It's unclear who owns the ship or when it will be removed from the area. Over 400 eviction notices served throughout three shanty towns on Abaco. With major demolition planned, the concern now, where will displaced residents go? Especially when Abaco has been grappling with a housing shortage since Monster Storm Dorian in 2019. Social Services Minister Miles Lorota says government has a comprehensive plan. But we understand that there are uh, individuals who will be impacted by that. Social services, just as it has made available in Nassau, will make available in Abaco or any of those other jurisdictions where people may be adversely affected. Some form of temporary housing until uh, the matter could be resolved for the individual. The Department of Housing, in collaboration with people on the ground in Abaco, is confident that those impacted would be able to receive assistance. And as for what assistance his ministry could offer to those who are displaced? I can't speak to, to an amount. Each, each, each individual turn on his own facts. It may be temporary uh, uh, housing. It may be the person may have housing but may need some uh, assistance with furniture, may just need groceries, may need utilities. So it's not a cookie cutter one, one capital. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as the U.S. and Israel discuss a ceasefire proposal by Hamas. Plus, the new problems found on Boeing 737 MAX planes. And Saharan dust blows across parts of the Caribbean. The story when our news returns. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Saturday, February 10th. Let's get back to love. Alpha Sounds Promotions presents. It's 
Brian McKnight. Mark your calendars, set your alarms, and don't forget the dress code is all white. And Karen White. It's going to be a vibe, y'all, so get your tickets and don't forget to come in your all white. Back to love at the Amphitheater, Nassau Cruiseport, downtown. Dress code all white. There's tables available for you and three guests. Sky pods and sky boxes for your maximum experience. Get tickets online at BahamasEticket.com. Tickets also sold at Plantation Bar and Grill. Minoso in the Mall of Marathon, Big Boys Cafe. It's back to love. Saturday, February 10th at the Amphitheater. For more info, follow BahamasEtickets.com. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. United States Secretary of State Anthony Blinken met with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in Jerusalem on Wednesday to discuss a proposed ceasefire in Gaza. Hamas has responded to a ceasefire offer with a plan to quiet the guns in Gaza for four and a half months, during which all hostages would go free. Israel would withdraw its troops from the Gaza Strip and an agreement would be reached on an end to the war. The militant group's proposal a response to an offer sent last week by Qatari and Egyptian mediators came during the biggest diplomatic push yet for an extended halt to the fighting. Lincoln arrived in Israel overnight after meeting the leaders of mediators Qatar and Egypt. A door panel that flew off a Boeing 737 MAX 9 jet mid-flight on January 5th appeared to be missing four key bolts, according to a preliminary report from the U.S. National Transportation Safety Board. That report provided the first official look into how the frightening mishap took shape. Alex Cohen has more. Door panel that flew off a Boeing 737 MAX 9 jet mid-flight on January 5th appeared to be missing four key bolts. That's according to this initial report released Tuesday by the National Transportation Safety Board investigating the incident, which contains photos showing where the bolts should have been. Investigators said the bolts were removed to fix damage done to the door panel in the manufacturing process, and they are trying to determine why they weren't reinstalled. The door panel was manufactured by Spirit Aero Systems and delivered to Boeing. Lawmakers and the flying public are desperate for answers to what caused the panel to rip off a brand new Alaska Airlines operated jet in what has turned into a full-blown safety and reputational crisis for Boeing. The new head of the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, Michael Whitaker, told Congress Tuesday that his agency is conducting an audit of 737 MAX manufacturing, which is looking at all elements of production at Boeing and fuselage production at its supplier, Spirit. The events of, of January 5th, it, it really created two issues for us. One, what's wrong with this airplane? Uh, but two, what's going on with the production uh, at Boeing? And there have been issues in the past and they don't seem to be getting resolved. So we feel like we need to have a heightened level of oversight 
uh, to really get after that. The FAA grounded 171 of the Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes for inspections after the incident, most of them operated by U.S. carriers, United Airlines, and Alaska Airlines. Those planes were cleared to return to service in late January. Boeing President and CEO Dave Calhoun said on Tuesday, quote, whatever final conclusions are reached, Boeing is accountable for what happened. An event like this must not happen on an airplane that leaves our factory. Shares of Boeing rose about 1% Tuesday, but have dropped about 15% since this accident. And people with allergies and respiratory issues are feeling the effects of Saharan dust across several Caribbean islands, prompting meteorological departments to issue warnings. In Dominica, a dust haze is forecast to persist, reducing visibility and air quality. St. Vincent and the Grenadines also anticipate hazy conditions, limiting rainfall. Residents there advise to take precautions due to potential health effects like dry coughs and itchy eyes. Guyana is being warned of a thick plume of Saharan dust moving in, urging sensitive individuals to take the necessary precautions. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was February 7. Then in our news at 7.30, accused double murderer Blake Strawn is denied bail. His trial now set for May 2025. Plus, the labor minister expresses optimism as she says an agreement is near for disgruntled hotel workers when our news returns. It is not just my job, but my pleasure to ensure that all of our customers' needs are met, whether it's fiber to the business, hosted PBX, fixed or mobile voice services, push to talk. We're here at Alive Business to meet all of our customers' needs. Alive Business hosted PBX is extremely important to our operation. I don't have to be in my office. I can easily get connected with our clients, my vendors, my NASA office, and with our employees in the field. I wish to congratulate Alive Business for organizing and executing such an innovative and timely initiative and affording the Small Business Development Center this opportunity to collaborate. It is encouraging to see so many strong brands represented here today, highlighting the unwavering support, opportunities and access to resources that are provided to MSMEs to drive the development of resilient economy. When the Bahamas took center stage at World Expo in Dubai 2022, we were there as thousands got up close and personal with our story, like the unprecedented devastation of Hurricane Dorian, put center stage at Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting in Rwanda. We were there as the Prime Minister urged immediate action on climate change, an issue brought up months later at the historic 50th CARICOM meeting in the Bahamas. Because our news is everywhere, always there when it counts. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was February 7th. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 1875, Harcourt Gladstone Malcolm was born in Nassau. Malcolm, a lawyer and politician of Scottish descent, was also the Speaker of the House of Assembly. He was the grandson of one of the founding members of St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Nassau. His father, Ormond, also held the position of Speaker of the House from 1868 to 1897. 
Notably, the younger Malcolm holds the distinction of serving the longest term of Speaker of the House from 1914 until his passing in December 1936. And on this day in 1932, the Bahama Islands ceased to be under the jurisdiction of the Archdiocese of New York and attained status as an independent ecclesiastical unit. Reverend John Bernard Kevin Horster was appointed as the perfect apostolic of the islands and was subsequently ordained as the Bishop of the Bahama Islands the following year. All right, to watch that historical recap again. And for all of today's top stories, you can visit ournews.bs. That's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia, we are midweek. Yes, it is halfway there. Hump day. Hump day, for sure. Well, <laughs> Two uh, more days. Yes, thanks so much, Ken. Well, accused double murderer Blake Strawn is denied bail. First tonight... Officer speaks out after he was seriously injured during a traffic accident. Our birthday McDermott has a story coming up. Plus, the labor minister responding to concerns of hotel workers. This as she confirms that they are close to finding an agreement. Plus, some questioning how much assistance is offered to displaced residents of the various shanty towns. The works minister speaks and later, a close call for passengers on board an aircraft. The plane experiencing some landing gear issues while landing at the Linden Pinling International Airport. Our news live at 7.30 is back in a moment. It is not just my job, but my pleasure to ensure that all of our customers' needs are met. Whether it's fiber to the business, hosted PBX, fixed or mobile voice services, push to talk. We're here at Alive Business to meet all of our customers' needs. Alive Business hosted PBX is extremely important to our operation. I don't have to be in my office. I can easily get connected with our clients, my vendors, my NASA office, and with our employees in the field. I wish to congratulate Alive Business for organizing and executing such an innovative and timely initiative and affording the Small Business Development Center this opportunity to collaborate. It is encouraging to see so many strong brands represented here today, highlighting the unwavering support, opportunities and access to resources that are provided to MSMEs to drive the development of resilient economy. When the Bahamas took center stage at World Expo in Dubai 2022, we were there as thousands got up close and personal with our story, like the unprecedented devastation of Hurricane Dorian, put center stage at Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting in Rwanda. We were there as the Prime Minister urged immediate action on climate change, an issue brought up months later at the historic 50th CARICOM meeting in the Bahamas. Because our news is everywhere, always there when it counts. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Natalia Hall. The family of the officer who was struck while conducting a traffic stop on the Tonning Darlin Highway last week is speaking out days after he was taken off life support. They're reflecting on the man they describe as an angel, not only at home, but in his local church. Bertany McDermott has the emotional story. He was just fun-loving, and he was my ride or die. This tight-knitted family now adjusting to life without their loved one. Thomas McIntosh was severely injured in a traffic accident last week and eventually died. But as his older sister, Tess Newbold, explains, the man who served in the Royal Bahamas Police Force for years was also a devoted family man. He turned out to be such 
I'll quote, and I quote from persons, well-mannered and respectable young man. Um, he really grew into um, an angel. Anytime we would have our family birthdays, as the uncle or the family member who always got mad when he didn't get the first piece of cake. And he would throw, you know, tantrums in order for him to try and get this first piece of cake from whomever birthday it was. But his family wasn't the only area where he made his impact known. McIntosh was a member of St. Agnes Anglican Church and a member of the Anglican Christian Men. We have not experienced another Thomas at all in my time at St. Agnes. I used to be involved, but he has done in his short period of time much more than I can ever claim to have done. Anglican Christian Men Past President Henry Dean says McIntosh sacrificed family time, work time, and even his income to build St. Agnes and the wider community. But as a law enforcement officer, his sister tells us he was aware of the risk that came with the job. Amid a spike in crime, she says more role models like him are needed. I have three daughters. Um, they call him Uncle Tom. And my sister has a daughter, also refers to him as Uncle Tom. And he was definitely that um, role model. Um, anytime, you know, my daughters need a talking to, I say, I'm going to call Uncle Tom for you. And it wasn't just for discipline. Um, he would encourage them in their studies. He would encourage them in the, the fields that they, they like. Reporting for Our News, I'm Bertha McDermott. All right, thanks for that, Bertha. Well accused double murderer Blake Strawn will remain behind bars until his trial. Strawn is accused of fatally stabbing his girlfriend, Allison Thompson, and her 14-year-old daughter, Trevonika Thompson. They were last seen alive at their Ross Corner apartment on April 11, 2003. Police found their decomposing bodies there on April 14th when they went to investigate the source of a foul odor. In denying bail, Cheryl Grant Thompson said there was no unreasonable delay in the case and that his trial is set to begin in May 2025. The judge also refused bail for his safety. Labor Minister Pia Glover-Roll says she feels they are close to finding an agreement for disgruntled hotel workers. Last week, dozens of members of the Bahamas Hotel Catering and Allied Workers Union stayed to protest at the foot of the Sir Sidney Poitier Bridge over salary increase negotiations. Glover-Roll says since then they've had extensive talks. We had a five-hour negotiation last night that I think went pretty well. We made good progress. We are now just one point away from conci from conciliation. Um, the matter that is the one point that's left on the table, the Hotel Catering and Allied Workers Union president has agreed to take to his members today. And if they agree, we will be at a point of resolution. If they don't agree, we keep talking. At last week's protest, President of the Bahamas Hotel Catering and Allied Workers Union Darren Woods claimed the majority of hotels had agreed to their desired salary increase, but they were struggling to come to an agreement with the Atlantis Resort. The Labor Minister tells us. 
I am hopeful today that the members will agree and then we will be at a place of an agreement. The Hotel Catering and Allied Workers Union and Atlantis have been out of agreement since 2013. So as the Department of Labor's role is um, in a mediator in this process and as the Minister of Labor, it's important to me that we get to a place where we have an industrial agreement signed. That is the ultimate goal. All right, while well, Works Minister Clay Sweeting highlights the multi-agency efforts of the Unregulated Communities Action Task Force after a series of demolitions have left some people questioning how much support residents are offered. Here's what the Works Minister had to say. Uh, the task force is multi-agency, and which is inclusive of social services, um, Ministry of Health, Environment, all of the other agencies, um, as well as works and uh, defense force. And we do ensure that uh, the Bahamians that are in these um, areas, as well as permanent residents, are provided with assistance. Now, the issue is not everyone takes assistance well, for one reason or another whether or not they, they don't want to relocate from where they are or um, they don't feel as if the location they're, they're being transferred to is what they, where they want to be. Sweeting says three locations in Nabucco have now received their 28 days notice before an exercise begins in a few weeks. He says Bahamians and residents are offered assistance and when acts of unregulated migrants are left to be homeless. So if you don't have a permit, if you do not have permanent residence, if you're not a citizen, then you're repatriated. Immigration takes care of that issue. You have to realize this is multi-agency, and I've, I've said this numerous times, yeah. and it seems like it's continued to focus as just a demolition exercise. This is an exercise. We are reassuring that people adhere to the law, that no one is above the law, that if you build a home, you should own the land, have a lease of the land, that you should have a building permit, that it should be built up to code. All right, well, an airplane carrying five people with landing gear issues landed safely at the Lyndon Penley International Airport. The Air Accident Investigation Authority releasing a statement saying the incident occurred shortly after 2 this afternoon. The Piper PA-23 aircraft with Bahamas registration Charlie 6 Papa Indian November circled the airport as the pilot reported issues with the landing gear. There were no reported injuries. Well, after a tough few days, weather conditions are slowly improving across the islands. But what else can we expect for the rest of the work week? Meteorologist Greg Thompson is live in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg. Yeah, thanks, Italia. Well, what we can expect are warming temperatures. The winds are starting to fall off, but the seas are going to be slow to subside. So it's going to still be hazardous for boating and beaching out there. So do exercise extreme caution. 70 degrees outside right now, passing clouds, and we are still calling it breezy because those winds are really still whipping out there north northeast at 17 miles per hour and they are gusting higher than that comfortable temperature feels like 68 degrees on the outside sideline radar composite showing nothing much happening across us high pressure across the southeastern united states now building across area as that uh, low pressure system exits towards the uh, northeast and is approaching um, bermuda of course we do have some patchy clouds still moving in our winds are out of the north northeast but they expect to become more northeasterly and as i mentioned the winds will continue through tomorrow so beating boating and beaching will still be a challenge if you plan on doing any of those activities that's a first quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast is still to come.
still to come on our news, supporting the nation's future. Officers of the Royal Bahamas Police Force Northern Division visiting a local primary school. We have more details from that visit coming up and a much-needed investment. Tonight, we hear from an RF Bank and Trust executive who is sharing some of the benefits at the Nassau Cruise Port. That's all coming up when our news returns. There are some things that are undeniably Bahamian. A good count salad, Junkanoo, the way we worship, the way we take care of one another, all undeniably Bahamian. And right in the midst of our iconic things, places, and people is Commonwealth Bank. Increasing access, sponsoring dreams, working alongside Bahamians to increase the quality of their lives for more than 60 years. Commonwealth Bank, nothing more than being Bahamian. Commonwealth Bank, leader in personal banking services. At the gateway to the Americas, on the picturesque island of Grand Bahama, a pioneering initiative is taking shape. Lucaya Solar Power Limited presents the $15 million Lucaya Solar Power Project, the first of its kind in the Bahamas' energy landscape. The state-of-the-art solar farm on the Fairfield and Devon sites span just over 30 acres, and once completed, will harness the power of the sun to generate over 9.5 megawatts of clean, sustainable energy. The Lakaya Solar Project is a pivotal step towards diversifying the country's energy sources and significantly reducing dependency on fossil fuels. It's more than just a project. It's a commitment to a greener, more sustainable future. Lakaya Solar Power Limited, powered by Inti, Powering your world, powering your future. Research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. My son, he's a go-getter. He's a fighter. And he's very strong. He's very resilient, and he never let any of his battles get him down. He's an A student. He was diagnosed when he was six weeks old. Everybody just huddles and go and support him. And that makes him feel much better and much happier. It's definitely a privilege to know Kyrie. Watching him grow up, he knows that I love him. Kyrie is the bomb.com. He's doing a great job, and to stay true to himself. Students of the Bartlett Hill Primary School welcoming some special visitors recently. Senior members of the Royal Bahamas Police Force 8 Mile Rock Division visited the school to share some words of wisdom as the school celebrated several achievements. The officers helped the students with their homework and treated them to a special lunch. Acting officer in charge of the 8 Mile Rock Police Station, Assistant Superintendent of Police Cordell Lee Capron. Bartlett Primary School has been a staple in this community for years. And I, in fact, this is my alma mater. <laughs> so I'm proud to be here to celebrate with Coach Dames and Principal Martin today the successes and the victories they had in the recent Boys and Girls Basketball Championships here on the island of Grand Bahama. It is important for us as the police to show the youth of the country that we support them, we love them, and we care about them. We're concerned about their development and becoming productive citizens in our community. 
Hence, we just thought to bring a little lunch to them to say, hey, we're proud of you. Continue to do the good things in life that you're doing. Coach Ramon Dames thanked the officers for taking part in their celebrations, while Principal Danica Martin says the school maintains a great relationship with the police force. Anytime when there is anything happening at the school, Sergeant Dean is always there. The officer in charge, ASP Capron, he's just one phone call away. So all we have to do is just say the word, and we know that we have this, their support, along with the support of the council here um, in the 8 Mara Township. All right, great news coming out of Grand Bahama. Well, as the Bahamas saw record-breaking tourism numbers last year, so did the $300 million Nassau cruise port. It was reported the brand-new port that officially opened their doors in May 2023 welcomed over 3 million cruise passengers by the end of November 2023. The high volume of visitor arrivals is welcome news for vendors in the area as numbers are expected to increase even more over the next five years. While Group Head of Investment at RF Bank & Trust, David Slack, says the investment in the Nassau cruise port was needed as the area was depressed. Adding the cruise port elevates the destination as it is one of the top ports in the world. What it also does, I think it provides uh, motivation for individuals to look at investing in real estate within the downtown core and between the downtown core going to the bridge. So the government uh, knocked down a number of derelict buildings, which you know was, was essential because if you ever got stuck in traffic and looked around as you're driving down East Bay, uh, Bay Street, it was it was uh, embarrassing. There's still uh, a fair bit of embarrassing uh, objects to see as you go along, so structures that probably need to be knocked down or, or renovated. But I think the cruise port, the, the success of Atlantis, I think it motivates the private sector to look to do more projects uh, within the downtown core, because really I think the biggest growth area for New Providence over the next 10 years will be what is done in that corridor between the bridges and the downtown, the cruise port, Dazzle Street, East Bay Street, tremendous amount of opportunity, waterfront, condominiums, stores, you know, restaurants, all these things. If you think about it, it could be the next um, major economic growth opportunity for New Providence. Coming up in sports, the GSSSA basketball postseason gets underway and one of the Bahamas' top baseball prospects receives a spring training invite. Plus, heavy winds causing some power outages in the capital this morning, but weather conditions appear to be improving slowly. Greg is back with your extended forecast when our news continues. Only a jungle walk can speak the voice of the drums. Now it's time you drive one. Easy Car Sales welcomes you to experience the power and prestige of the latest electric vehicles. Plug in at home for a 65% discount off your gas bill and never get stuck at the pump again. Build your dreams of a better future with a better car. The BYD EV. Visit easy242.com to book your free test drive today. Save your money while driving in style. Only at Easy Car Sales. to the fresh market. You will find fresh, delicious, mouth-watering produce and meat. 
Discover Organic, specialty and healthy grocery products for everyday cooking. Your adventure awaits. Experience the fresh escape. Sign up today for My Solomon Smart Rewards at Solomon's Fresh Market. Last week, the principal, Mr. Bethel, reached out to us and asked for a total of five laptops after a further investigation that he needed more to complete the computer lab. And now we're here today to donate the full 25 laptops. We realize in the business of education, we need partners. And companies like Gerald Investment have proven themselves. They are so excited about this to get the laptops. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We have invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the doctor's hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. This is our news. Welcome back. The GSSA postseason gets underway and one of the Bahamas' top baseball prospects gets an invite to spring training. Here now with our sports presented by 10-year seniors is Ronaldo Dorsett. Thanks, Italia, and welcome to our sports presented by 10-year seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorsett. That's John Mark Nutt. Let's do show. The GSSA began basketball postseason play with the number one seeds in action at the Kendall Isaacs Gymnasium. After a loss in last year's Junior Girls Championship, the H.O. Nash Lions regrouped and are once again the favorites for 2024. Shinovia Moxie outscored the AF Adelaide Tigers all by herself in the semis. The Lions opened the game on a 10-0 run and Moxie scored a game-high 25 points in her team's 50-20 win over the Tigers. It's been six straight titles for Marcan and D.W. Davis Royals and the path to number seven goes to the Lions. Winditsky Paul led three Royals players in double figures with 15 points. Kamari Dean and Zion Goodman each scored 12, and the Royals came away with a 42-27 win. In the senior girls division, the CV Bethel Stingrays kept the lopsided wins coming for the number one seeds with a 44-31 win over the RM Bailey Pacers. The Stingrays hit four three-pointers in the opening quarter to take an early 10-0 lead in the wire-to-wire -wire win. Garani Bethel led CV Bethel with 15 points, Trinity Bodie scored 12, and Carver Beetle scored 11. The CI Gibson senior boys are chasing back-to-back -back titles and started off with a win over the CO Walker Knights. The Rattlers fell just short of 100 and had to settle for a 99-56 win to advance to the finals. Tishon Butler led five Rattlers in double figures with 17 points and Darius Hanna scored 16 points off the bench. The 2-3 matchups of the playoffs will be played on Thursday at the Kendall Isaacs Gymnasium. After almost three years away from the game, Christian Robinson continues his ascent up the ladder of the Arizona Diamondbacks farm system. Robinson will participate in his first big league spring training. Last season, he played his way back up from rookie league to the double-A level, where he helped Amarillo win the Texas League Championship. The D-backs number 20 prospect in the pipeline hit 283 with 14 home runs, 42 RBI, and had a 914 OPS. The D-backs begin full squad workouts on February 19th. In GBISA action, Blazer Elite Sports Academy took on Hampton Academy in game one of the championship. Isaac Misick led the way for Blazer Elite with 15.6 rebounds and two steals. LeVon McKinney and Jamal Martin each scored six points for Hampton. Despite the 70-20 win, Blazer Elite coach Ray Evans knows the job isn't done yet. We played, we played Hampton Academy. Um, they gave us a good, a good push. 
and they made us um, dig a little deeper than we wanted to, but it's the best out of three. We wanted to make a statement in game one. Basketball icon Dr. Linda Davis says a major announcement is coming soon from the Bahamas Basketball Federation following an extensive coaching search in 2023. I have been working in the background with the Bahamas Basketball Federation in terms of the selection of coaches. An announcement should be made shortly. For more on these stories and more of us, tune into 10YS Daily across all Rev TV and 10YS social media platforms. That'll do it for our sports presented by 10th Year Seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorset. That's John Mark Nutt. Back to the studio. Still ahead on our news tonight, weather conditions improving slightly around the islands, but wondering what else we can expect? Well, Greg is back with your extended weather forecast when our news returns. Stay with us. Introducing the Focal Smart Pass app that helps you to fuel up faster. Here's how it works. Download the app on the App Store or get it on Google Play and create your profile with payment details. Visit your nearest Shell station, open the app, scan the pump's QR code, select your payment amount, and begin fueling. Say goodbye to cash and cards because the Focal Smart Pass offers secure and convenient payment options right at your fingertips. Download Focal Smart Pass now and fuel up faster today. Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't, through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable, the road has been long, yet the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hardworking team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time. Welcome back to our news. Heavy rain showers and winds overnight, but weather conditions are slowly improving this evening. Greg is back in the Weather Center with your extended forecast. Greg. Yeah, thanks again, Natalie. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, we uh, we saw some improving conditions across the islands today. The uh, 
low pressure system still pulling to the east and away from us. So a lot more sunshine, warmer temperatures. The winds are starting to relax, but uh, seas are going to be slow. Gale warnings have been dropped for the uh, island chain. So, um, but beaching and boating still be will be a challenge. Uh, we have some very large swells out there, so we're asking you boaters to uh, stay near port and beach goes. We're still urging you to sail the waters, very rough surf and some dangerous rip currents. So. Uh, do act accordingly. High pressure building in across our area from the southeast United States, that's going to replace the uh, low pressure system well out there towards the uh, north and east. As that high slides out, our winds will become more towards the uh, east uh, to southeast over the next couple of days, so we're going to see a warming trend. But once again, uh, the seas, as I mentioned, will be slow to subside, so these seas will continue through the remainder of the weekend, possibly even into the weekend. Taking a look at our future forecast, nothing happening across our area. We do have some spotty showers across the extreme northern islands earlier, but most of those shower activities have dissipated and moved out towards the uh, east. High pressure, as I mentioned, building in across us. Nice conditions expected through Thursday, and we're looking at those conditions expected to continue through on to our Friday as our high pressure stays in charge of our weather. And as I mentioned, once this high slides out, warming trend is expected. We do expect another front sometime next week, Monday into Tuesday, but that front is not really going to pose a problem for us. But uh, for the weekend, we expect uh, much improved conditions for boating and beaching, but do exercise extreme caution over the next several days once again. Saw some earlier video of some waves across the uh, Eleuther area, the glass window bridge. Still a challenge for you, so if you plan on doing any traveling across that, do exercise caution as well. Small craft advisory posted once again. Gale warnings have been dropped. Uh, the winds are falling off, becoming more northeasterly at 15 to 20 knots. They will be gusting higher times. Seas will be running 5 to 7 feet, but they are still very large. They're up to 12 feet, possibly even up to 14 feet across the southeast Bahamas in some very large north to northeasterly swells. Tide is presently high, will be low at 11.41 tonight. Your next high tide will be at 6.11 in the morning. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, tomorrow we're looking at still some breezy conditions. Temperatures will start that increase uh, for the balance of the week. Friday, we're looking for some partly sunny and pleasant conditions. Some moisture will be moving in on the weekend, so we're looking at uh, mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures will still be in the uh, upper 70s, and for Sunday and Monday, we're looking at those 80-degree temperatures. Nighttime temperatures will also be increasing, getting to near the 70-degree uh, mark. And then Monday into Tuesday, when we expect that second front to get near, not much change in the temperatures expected. But of course, we do expect some precipitation in the forecast, and uh, temperatures will take a slight dip for Wednesday. So we're looking at some 70s once again for the middle of next week. That's a look at our weather. Back to you, Talia. Greg, I'm happy to see that weather conditions are improving, so no more rain, and it's safe to wash our cars now, right? Yeah, it's safe to wash our car, except Candino. Candino, <laughs> you, you, you're not allowed to wash your car just yet. you got to wait till the weekend. But All yeah, right. much improved conditions expected for the next couple of days. All we right. don't expect too much in terms of any precipitation in the uh, forecast, but um, right. once that front comes through, we could see a spotty shower too. Spotty so showers. You right. have permission to wash your car. Okay, sounds great. Thanks so much, Greg. <laughs> and thank you for joining us for our news tonight. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Italia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.